Hey everybody, welcome to the Mackey Method Podcast. I'm Marcus Mackey, and today we have a good friend of mine, Christian Winters, who is a author, pastor, leader, former pastor, leader. We're gonna talk about self-confrontation. He's a good friend of mine, and he helped me understand this concept, and we're gonna talk about it today. I didn't realize what self-confrontation was and that I was doing it until you brought that up. And I think that um, a lot of people aren't able to have self-confrontation, you know. So I guess define what what is that? What is self-confrontation? You said it and I we had conversations after it. I think self-confrontation is really the ability to stop yourself from blaming. Yeah. I think blaming has just become an exit strategy Mm -hmm. not to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I think people, it's hard for people to look at themselves because for everything that happens in your life, you can find a cause other than yourself. Right. It's easy. But the hard work is to say, what could I have done better? Right. Um, self-confrontation is hard because it's hard to admit what you don't know, um, what you, where you haven't gone. Um, but if you don't confront yourself, you'll never grow, you'll never become. Um, you'll never become effective unless you can confront the things in you that have disallowed you. And it's very hard to carry anyone further than you've gone. Yeah. And if you refuse to go inside of yourself, you will never get inside of another. Yeah. A lot of people don't like or can't handle the truth. Yeah. You know, and I think the thing that helped me mm-hmm. when you were when you came into my life was telling me the truth. And I think from what I've experienced in life, people are so used to thinking one way about who they are Mm -hmm. and allowing people to, I think people receive affirmation very well, Mm -hmm. right? They they love, (laughs) you are really good at this. You are really good at that. And then there's criticism. There's that, that's one part about criticism, but I think criticism and affirmation coming together is truth. Yes. And I think sometimes, yeah, and I think sometimes truth hurts you know and 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 i think that's a part of self like would you agree that that yeah and and it's necessary because i mean even even you as a builder no one just builds on anything like you're you're a fool builder if you're willing to say okay whatever's here let's just throw our thing on top of it because you know that in fact you don't know whether it will handle yeah where you're going you don't know whether it will handle what you're building and so why would it be any different in our lives Everybody wants to build their life. I want to build my life. I want to, okay, so the same excavation that it takes to build a building or anything else, why aren't you willing to go through the same thing? I think because when we talk about building buildings or building projects, um, it's easy to talk that way because the project feels the effect of being dug out, of having a a foundation built. But as people, Mm -hmm. we don't want to feel that person. Oh, this project, oh, you know, we got to go through it to get this done. But I want to grow. I don't want to go through it to get that done. And so we're not brave enough to confront ourselves. We're brave enough to confront family, spouse, children. But we're not brave enough to uh, confront ourselves. Beautiful and difficult. Pardon that. When you talk about excavation and you talk about construction and building and, and wanting to build on things, you know, you talked about how it's easy for people to blame or to confront their their father that wasn't their life, their mother, their all these different people that the friend that did them dirty. 
but not really realizing themselves. And I think it's because it's accountability and it takes time. Like when you're when you're excavating before you even put shovels in the ground, you have to look at everything, Mm. not just not just, oh, I'm going to dig out this space. But how does this affect the neighbors? How does the city feel about this? Do I have the right permits? Do I have the right contractor? Do they have the right equipment? There's so many other things that go into it, you know, before we actually get to digging into the ground. And I don't. I, I hate to try to get into the to the no, but parallel, that's a good. That's but, a good parallel. Yeah, and I, I. But I think that that's the hard work that people don't want to do, and I think. For me, when you when you talk about self confrontation, you know, I thought senior pastor was it. I thought that yeah. I would if if you asked me at nineteen what I was supposed to do in my life, and where I would be at thirty, I'd be pastoring some big Baptist church <laughs> or a big denominational church, and 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 I would have thousands of members, right? And a part of that is because I I realized I didn't know who I was. I didn't know all the things that I was, that God put inside me to yeah. do, I just only thought surface level of what people told me. And that's the key. What people affirmed yes. in me, you know? And and when you talk about self-confrontation, now it changes what I always knew. Yes. <laughs> you know? Yes. Because self-confrontation is a necessary tool to choose what to bring into your life. Right. See, it's not, self-confrontation is, it's, it's a beat up. Um, we, we can't water we can't water it down to confront yourself is a is a is a beat down right it's like rolling on yourself but the more excellent part of self-confrontation is now you know what to invite and what to disinvite right what to allow what not to allow when you confront yourself you don't go through as much suffering yes let, let, i want to i want to <laughs> say that That's true. and i want people to really really get that when you are really self-confrontational you bring down the level of your suffering. Yeah. Hmm. When you confront yourself, you put enemies in a place where they can't speak because of what you've already spoken. Right. And so that's the power of self-confrontation is that you date different, you marry different, your friendship circle is different, your, uh, how, you, how you go get money is different. If you don't confront yourself, you always chase someone else's dreams, goals, and pleasures. Right, right. Without that, you'll, you'll, you'll live in someone else's basket. The identity of who people are has a big effect on self-confrontation. Absolutely. Because especially if you believe a thing about yourself, you know, that not, not that. And then if, like I said, going back to affirmation, if people affirm what you believe about yourself, yeah. It's it's hard because then there's a anybody can come and say, oh, yeah, you're this. But now you're this, yep. you know. Yep. And I can you speak to like how people like how how identity plays into it? I thought I was a great dad. I mean, in my mind, I was a great dad because in my mind, my father was a great dad. So how I measured that was. Anytime that I needed my father, he was there. Anytime I went to search for him, he I didn't have to look long. He was there. Um, every football game, I look up in the stand somewhere, he's there. So I caught this concept that as long as I'm there, mm-hmm. 
I'm a hell of a dad, man. Don't don't confront me about my dadness. <laughs> <laughs> right? And what further pushed that was all the dads who aren't there. So I start building this castle of, hey, I am dad extraordinaire. Until you hit spaces in your life when you look at your kids a certain way and you say certain behaviors or certain responses, you say, what was I missing? What I was missing was I was there, but I never spent enough time to get inside of their world, right? Wow. So as a parent, you can be there and applaud yourself for being there, but were you humble enough to get in their world? Right. If you weren't, you may not be as a, a good as a dad as you thought you were. Right. Now, I could have had stood on my pride, ten toes in the dirt, I'm a good dad. But after a while, I had to wait and say, why don't I know enough about my children? Wow. Which made me stop and say, maybe you're not. <laughs> That's why people don't want to confront themselves. Because right. you got to face what you're not, based on what you said, based on what you thought you were. Yes. And if you ask anybody in the country, let's say Christian Winters, oh, <laughs> he's a, he's he's a dad. Th- yeah, yeah. 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 And be willing to blot out all that affirmation to say it's not that what you're saying is not true, but I haven't fully fulfilled it. And I don't need nobody to tell me that. Self-confrontation is when I tell myself, you haven't been good enough, and then get up and do better. That's self-confrontation. The last part that I wanna talk about now is, is because it's, it's, it's not enough to say, or it's, it's one part to say, this is bad, right? Or this part of me needs work, yes. right? But let's talk about the work that now it takes to to now you've acknowledged that there's an issue, which is hard. And it's not necessarily wiping the slate clean, but it takes intentional work. When I first met you, I wanted to I wanted to pastor. I wanted to start a church in a specific place that I had it in my head. Mm -hmm. And when I had confrontation, I realized and and, and I went through it and, and you let me go through it while you were guiding me, while you were um, telling me the truth. And, but then I had to do the, the, the work where it was like, there's more to this. And now you have to work backwards to say, okay, how do I do that? For me, it started with, um, okay, you are more than this. Hmm. You are more than, uh, there's a guy who has a podcast uh, Adrian Davis, and he talks about uh, putting a comma where there's a period. And I think in life, especially, you know, we grew up in church where you're a preacher, you're a deacon, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, you're on the praise team, yeah. and, and you have commas in that one building. But I think for self-confirmation for me, it was like, yeah, of course, I'm a pastor, I'm a leader, I'm a, I'm a social advocate, I give away food in my neighborhood, but it's still within one confine of life. And I have to still look at, okay, but you have a career, yeah. you're a husband, you're a father, you know, you're, you're an employee at the time, you know? And I think for me, I had to stop looking at just one area of my life yeah. and look at everything. I think that self-confrontation helps you stop looking at just the area that you're focused on and do the work for everything else. That's big. You know? That's that's huge. The problem is it's not sustainable. Yes. Right? People have done it. You can do it. 
but it's not sustainable. I believe that's where leaders get into that suicidal place. Because without self-confrontation, you create two worlds, right? One that you have to be, everything that people think you are, and you live in that space because you are, but then you got to deal with that part no one knows about. And that talks to you. This is the problem. That will talk. That has a voice. When you don't confront yourself, you give self-confrontation a voice. You give confrontation a voice, not self. Confrontation and self-confrontation is two different things. Yes. You will be confronted. Self-confrontation is when you bring the best you to the conversation. Yes. The most open you. Confrontation is when you are in the in, in the room going off on yourself about every negative thing because you wouldn't self do it, so you let the negative part of you just speak to you. Right. Confrontation is a conversation. It's not just a, a, a tell, and I want people to hear that. Yeah. When you confront yourself, it's a conversation. Okay, this, and then you hear yourself say that. Then you say this, and it's a back and forth until you shape yourself into a better person. When you're just confronting yourself, you're saying everything negative about yourself. That's when people go into self-hate. Right. And that hate space is when now, I got to be this around them. Mm -hmm. And I got to deal with this when I'm by myself. Wow. This is where drug, alcohol, sex, all these things we call sins, and not really sins, they're cover-ups for my inability to be able to look at myself. So what is sin? Is sin the bad thing I'm doing? No. Sin is that I'm trying to cover up who I actually am. Wow. That's the sin. The sin was not the beer. The sin was not the wine. The sin was, I'm going to do enough of this to be absent so I don't have to confront myself. That's sin. The hard part of that is a lot of people think that when they do have to self-confront or confront, that it wipes the slate clean. No. That everything about them is bad. I used to feel like that. Me too. I used to feel like, oh, you failed in this. And then now you're now you're over almost overthinking. Yes. And you're just like, well, throw the whole damn thing away. Yes. Right? Yep. Versus looking at, no, you do this well. You do this well, you do this, you don't do this well, yeah. you know? It's like a credit score, right? Yeah. There's so many different factors that make up a score, so you know? You have good credit, you, mean, you have good payment history, but you, you got a lot of derogatories, or you got a lot of hard inquiries, but that doesn't define who you are as a whole, you know? And I think that for me, yeah. self-confrontation and confrontation allowed me to put boundaries against my own self. That's good. <laughs> you know? That's good. Like, no, Marcus, you are a good father. You are a good husband. Mm. You know? You've checked with your wife. You've had, you know, honest, open conversations about, no, you are you are a good husband. You suck as an employee. Let's deal with that. Why do you suck as an employee? Are, do you show up on time? Yeah. yeah and this is, this is how I did self-confrontation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I look at all the facts. Do uh -huh. you show up on time? Yeah, I do. Do you do the work? I do. Right. Well, what's the issue? Well, I don't like working for other people. <laughs> I don't like punching the clock. I don't right. like people telling me what to do. Self-confrontation. What I do with that mm -hmm. is a whole nother thing. Yes. You know what I mean? But I think it puts boundaries on the things that are good yeah. because you'll mix your marriage with why you're a bad employee. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, everything gets in the same Everything pot. gets in the same That's pot. dangerous. That's such a good point, Mark. And I, and, I, and I think that's why people go to drugs because it's like, I suck as an employee. Yeah. <laughs> I, suck I just suck. This. I just suck. And it's like, no. <laughs> you know? And I think, and back to the church, I think that's where they kind of mess up, where it's like, no, you're doing this. Yeah. When there's a deeper issue because there is no self-confrontation. Religious systems don't teach you how to confront yourself. Right. It teaches you just how to just go to Jesus. Right. The problem with that 
is that going to Jesus still means self confrontation. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem That's with religious systems. Right, 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 right. I'm going to go to church so Jesus can fix me. Right. Or I'm going to go to the mosque so the imam can fix me. Right? I'm going to go here so Jehovah can fix me. Whatever we call him, whatever your higher power is, they're going to fix me. Well, the truth is, all of those gods have an expectation of you. And that expectation of you is to use the power that God gave you to confront yourself. (laughs) And for all you Christians out there, since I'm a Christian, Jesus went through self-confrontation in the Garden of Gethsemane. That was not a prayer. That was a self-confrontation. And when he said, not my will, but thy will be done, he was arguing about whether he wanted to go to the cross. He had to self, he had to confront himself in that moment. During the miracles, he didn't have to confront himself because he was on top of the game. Right. Every time he did a, a great work, he was on top of the game. The first time we see Jesus not on top of the game is when he was on his knees crying like great drops of blood, and that was self-confrontation. The proof is he prayed a prayer to God, not my will, uh, uh, not my will that thine will be done. And God never spoke in that. If you ever read that verse, true. Wow. he talked, but nothing responded because nothing from out, excuse me, <laughs> woo, nothing from outside. When you really do real self-confrontation, nothing from outside speaks. If anything yeah. from outside speaks while you're self-confronting, you're not self-confronting. Yes. Self-confrontation is when the best of you argues with the worst of you and you're determined to let the best of you win the ball game. And these are like, this happens all the time. I'm left speechless. I'm left speechless because I I think that even from the beginning of this concept of self-confrontation, a lot of people look for ways to help their identity or try to figure out things on their own. But when you said it at my birthday party, it, it, it it put meaning to what I was doing, yeah. you know? And that's why I wanted to talk about it today because I think that a lot of people are frustrated yeah. because they see there's parts of them that are difficult. Yeah. And like I said, they think they want to throw everything away mm-hmm. versus the parts of them that are, that are, are great. Yeah. You know, yeah. that how do I, how do I become a better me? You know, I had to confront, you're not great with money. You're not great. And and the hard part was you're not great with managing money, but you can make money. Hmm. There's two different things. Yes, it is. Right? You can make it, but you're not great managing it. And 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 what I had to do, and I think I think the also part about self-confrontation is is the decisions you make once you realize the the issues, mm-hmm. right? You split apart the good and the bad. Yeah. You've looked at the best and the worst, but what do you do after that? Because there's an acknowledgement, but what do you do after that? So now I had to say, okay, Danielle, here's the money. There you go. Figure it out. And as much as I wanted, yeah. my, like a crackhead, yeah, wanted yeah. to get in there yeah. because I was making it. Like, right. what, what, right. you know, nothing against her, but that was the worst part. And self confrontation put a boundary That's on that so good. and said, you can't do this. I think people, the expectation out of self-confrontation is I'll find out what I can do. Yeah. No, you also find out what you can't. Right. That's so good. Right? <laughs> what you do after that is accept what you can't do. That's, I, I really want to dig into that part of self-confrontation because it's easy when you find out who you are. Everybody, oh, find out who I am. <laughs> right. Oh, my life's purpose. Find it out. 
Cool. Once you get it, okay, and you start walking, it's the thing you didn't confront that's going to grab you by your tail and pull you right back to where you were. Yes. So if I'm going to self-confront for success, I have to confront myself about what I can't do. And guess what? There's some things that you can't do and you never will be able to. I really want to get that. <laughs> I, I want to get that out to, to the listeners. Because, okay, I know you church people say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. <laughs> okay? Yo, they say that on the, everything. Yeah, so then I can do anything. I can sing on the choir. I can't sing. I can play the instrument. I can't really do that. So I can do, no, that, that's not what that scripture means. That The scripture says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It means that he's going to maximize all of what I can do. Wow. He's not going to make me do what I can't. Okay, like fly an airplane. Like fly an airplane. Oh, I can do all things. Okay, so I'm, so if y'all believe that, then let me do surgery on you. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, give me my lay on my living room lay dining my, room yes, table. Yes, and let me cut you. Let over. me get my best knife <laughs> right. that I just cooked up some steak with right. last night. We're gonna cut you open. Well, you know, you know, us church folk, we cook chicklins and and all that. Well, yeah, yeah. there it is. <laughs> the, the, the fact is, some things you cannot do, and winning is saying what you can't do and putting somebody in place to do what you can't do. That takes another leveling of your pride. Right. You know, to to go there. It's that's that's the beauty of self-confrontation. You find out who you need. Right. You find out who you don't. You find out who to kick out of your life. You find out people you've been holding off that actually need to be there. Wow. See cuz that's the, the truth is there's some people we close doors on that we shouldn't have. We shouldn't have. Because we were scared, yeah. right? And most of the time, we invite people in our lives because we can handle them, not because we need them there. Most That's people good. in our life, we have them there because we can handle them, because we know them. Because we we are used to confronting failure. We know how to deal with that. Yeah. We know how to deal with shadiness and shistiness, and we bend our will to understand that. Well, why don't we bend our will to understand us enough to get that person the hell out of your life? Wow. Self-confrontation has nothing to do with, um, with your, your education, your level of education has nothing to do with how much money you have in your bank account, how much you work, whether you're an entrepreneur, what you have, what you drive, where you live. If you don't confront yourself, it doesn't matter what success you have, it will be wiped out by your inability to look at yourself. Hmm. I don't care how great people think your marriage is, it will be wiped out behind closed doors because of your inability to confront yourself. Like I said earlier, I don't care how great of a parent your kids think you are, you won't maximize it till you look at yourself and say what you're not doing so well. You might not have what you think. You'll embarrass yourself at the top. And, and, and the people that are trying to get to the top, the most dangerous thing that can happen is to get at the top and finally find out who you really are yes. at a space where everybody's watching. So, I, I listen, man, this has been brilliant. Thank you so much for, you. For, for having Thank me. You for ha it is always a pleasure to have you and, and to talk about this stuff. So, um, where, where can they, do you have a website? Where can yes. people find it's out more information ChristianWinters.com. My name, Christian Winters. Dot com. Um, my newest, um, we have books there and everything you can you can look at and purchase. Um, but my biggest push now is, you'll see it on the website, uh, is my consulting, Master Builders Consulting, where we take people, like we talked about today, and we walk them through themselves. Not wow. through life, but themselves. So visit ChristianWinners.com. Go on my consulting page. I'm actually running a special right now. It's only $40 to meet with me. Um, for one month, I'm only running this for the month of February, and then after that, everything changes. So get involved, jump in it, um, and see me, because I want to see you, and the world needs to see you. Let me help you get there. You've written 
six book. Five, five six. six. I just put out the yeah, six. Yeah, I'm about to say, see? Just put out the six book. You you, you got it better I, than me. Look, yes. I didn't read all of them. Yes, sir. So yes, I'm, sir. A, I'm, a, I'm a good uh, Karate Kid student. Good stuff. <laughs> wax on, wax off, my brother. <laughs> Thank you again for being here. Thank you, man. Appreciate.